0: The follow-up is simple. Ask a question, listen to the answer, then follow up. I'm your host, Noah Kozlov. Enjoy. The follow-up today is with a longtime friend, longtime broadcaster, Paul Devlin, who was in a famous scene in the movie Bull Durham, which was released. We're coming up on the 30th anniversary. Back on June fifteenth, nineteen eighty-eight, and I'll have Paul explain the scene and how it came about. So, Paul, let's start with that. You're a college
1: kid. How how do you get that role? Well, I actually had finished up uh, my eligibility at North Carolina, where I had played, and I came back to finish up for semester, my final semester, because I was on the you know four and a half year plan, (laughs) and uh, you know somebody had mentioned that they were making a movie uh in Durham and they needed some baseball players to do the scenes and just, you know, it happened that somebody got my name and I was called and I went there and I really you know, every sports movie up until that point had really, really stunk. You know, I remember banging the drum slowly and baseball movies were just never any good because nobody could really do the baseball scenes. Nobody looked authentic. So I just went there. I was a radio and T V major so I went down there. I just wanted to see how a movie was made, and it was pretty funny because we had heard that like a guy named Kevin Kline was going to be in the movie, and you know a couple other you know borderline mid level name actors. And then all of a sudden, you know Susan Sarandon shows up, and Robert Wool, who had been in Hollywood Nights and was in the famous uh, movie on HBO, Arliss, he showed up. and I was like, man, this could be pretty funny. And, you know, we saw this guy, Tim Robbins, and as soon as he started throwing, I was like, oh my God, this is going to be like another terrible movie because he had no athletic skills, you know, whatsoever. So it started, then Kevin Costner came along and he really carried the movie because he could really play. And we just went for, you know, did the baseball scenes for like 30 days and, you know, nobody really knew what the movie was about because they filmed it out of sequence. And, you know, it just came together and all of a sudden it became, you know, a, a great movie that, you know, everybody got. All right. So you're so you're seen. You're a
0: lefty. You stand in. Tim Robbins has a two nothing shutout going in the ninth and he's shaking off Kevin Costner, who's the longtime minor league catcher. And Costner's telling him to throw a fastball. And he's saying, no, no, no. He wants to throw. He wants to throw the curveball. And then Costner tells you here comes the deuce.
1: He's looking for heat. Let me give him the deuce. Oh, no, he's shaking off the sides. Big mistake. This son of a bitch is throwing a two-hit out. He's shaking me off. You believe that shit? Charlie, here comes the deuce.
0: And when you speak of me, speak well. No, no, serve it up.
1: Told him I was gonna throw a douche, right? Yep. Man, that ball got out of here in a hurry.
0: So how did you get that role? How many guys were up there taking hacks, and then how
1: long did it take you to hit the home run? Well, the funny thing, the first scene that I was in, I was in a scene where I was I hit I was hitting right handed because I had been a switch hitter, and uh, I actually had to hit it off of Tim Robbins and he was the worst pitcher ever okay <laughs> he was throwing it over my head he was throwing it behind me he was throwing it in the dirt he had and and when kevin Costner in the movie says you can't hit water if you fell out of a boat that was
0: true with him was in he, real was life he emba- I mean, was he embarrassed he was anyone, did they think this is this ever going to happen
1: oh i know it was it was incredible because it took 17 times okay to for me to hit the ball to left field because they, they told me to hit it between short and third. And I was like, yeah, well, I think you would probably get Wade Boggs <laughs> to do that because I'm, I'm not really that good. So he kept throwing and throwing. And I finally hit one and I was so stunned that I actually hit it to left center field that I actually stood there and it, it behind the scenes, Kevin Costner told me to run, which was pretty funny. And they kept that scene in there. So then they just, you know, the, the baseball director just said, you know, Hey, uh, I want you to do the scene, uh, who was Ron Shelton. He said, you know, I want you to hit a home run. I want you to give me your best Reggie Jackson, you know, impersonation. And I'm like, okay, you know, <laughs> I mean, don't really compare me to Reggie Jackson First or time whatever. Everybody. But uh, So I did, and, and they were so specific that I had to hit a curveball, right? And you can't really tell in the scene because it's like one one thousandth of a second. But they wanted to, everything to be so you know everything is with, with with such detail in terms of you know making these baseball scenes realistic that you know they actually got a minor league pitcher who who could throw and he did throw me a curveball because you couldn't really see that was a scene where you know you didn't have to see Robbins from behind so they put him in there and actually it took four takes that that I hit one out I you know just it was Durham Athletic Park which you know in real life was only about 290 down the down the right field line. And so it only took four takes. So uh, that's how it came out. And when I left, I didn't tell anybody that I was like going to be in the movie because, you know, scenes get cut out all the time. So I didn't expect that to be in the movie and I didn't want to tell everybody, you know, I was going to be in it. And then the movie came out and they're like, well, where, (laughs) where are you? So I never really said anything. and I never assumed that it was going to be in the movie, but you know, it turned out it was and, you know, people tell me it was, a you know, uh, one of the signature scenes of the movie. I never thought about it. Never thought about, you know, it being any great thing. I just, I did what I always did. I just swang and, and, you know, they, that took care of the rest. And so, uh, you know, it was what, what happened on
0: those first three takes? Uh,
1: the first three takes, I, I think there was like a ground ball. I think there was a pop-up and I, and I think there was, uh, a, a, a line drive, to the right field. but they were so specific. No, I was not nervous at all. Even though, you know, even though like all the cameras were they had plexiglass in front of the cameras and the cameras were like really really close to me, but I I don't think I was really nervous. I think it was just like kind of a, you know, just a regular at bat in a game, right? Where you're where you're you have some adrenaline and you're focused. And um, you know, I I never really I really never didn't really think that much about it. Did you go to
0: the movie theater? the night he came out to actually watch the movie?
1: Okay, so here's the great thing. Like I had never, I, I wasn't playing, I didn't sign a contract when we were filming the uh, the movie. And so, you know, I pretty much went home and I graduated and um, I got a call like the day before Christmas from the Red Sox, you know, signing me to a free agent um, contract mm-hmm. and which I was elated. And so it just so happens that I went to, I was assigned to the Carolina league and we were playing in Durham against the bulls on the premiere of bull Durham night.
0: Get out of here. So
1: they had, yeah, they had, well, the thing was, uh, you know, Ron Shelton and, and all the producers were there. Um, and they were at the game and I talked to Ron Shelton before the game and he told me my scene was in it and I was like pretty pumped up. So in that game, I hit a grand slam in the same spot that I did the movie, which was, was pretty incredible (laughs) and pretty surreal and pretty surreal. And did did Shelton, did did the
0: cast see it? Did Shelton see
1: it? Oh yeah. Well, the thing about Durham athletic park, the the stands are right on top of the field. And so he was in a box, like right behind um, our side of the dugout. And when, when I came back, like he and all his friends were like high-fiving. It was just, it was most, it was the most surreal and unbelievable, you know, baseball experience That's that awesome. I ever had. So what are the, first of all, what are the chances of me being in Durham? on bull, bull Durham night playing against the Durham Bulls.
0: Right. Okay? And you're playing, you're playing professional so, baseball.
1: Yeah, exactly. Let's start there. Right. right? Oh yeah. Right, right there. And, um, so, it was that night. That was the premiere. It was Bull Durham night at the at the at the field, and the next night was the pre- premiere. But we got the chance to see it before we went to the game that night. So I went with all my teammates, and the and the Durham Bulls team were there. And you know, to see me go like up on the screen, it was like, <laughs> like how can I ever top this? You know. So it was, uh, it was an unbelievable experience. I mean, I can't even, you know, uh, it just, it was like divine intervention, man. Like the whole thing, you know, coming out and, and the way it did. So um, it, it was pretty amazing.
0: It really was. Did, did you hang behind the scenes at all that day that you were shooting with Costner, Tim Robbins, Susan Sarandon?
1: Oh, yeah. But, but the thing was, we were on the set for 30 days uh, filming the baseball scenes. And so we did hang out and and Costner took us out like in Chapel Hill, uh, you know, to one of our college bars and stuff. And, you know, he paid for everything, but those guys were so awesome. And, you know, I had heard about, you know, things about Costner after the fact and and so forth about what type of guy, but he was tremendous, um, you know, on the set of Bull Durham and he was very, you know, receptive of, you know, getting advice and no, uh, the, the director wanted me to work with him in terms of on catching form and technique and catching foul balls and stuff like that. So he, all those guys were, were really, really, you know, amazing. You know, we didn't know who Tim Robbins was, you know, at the time, but he was a funny guy and and Sarandon, you know, we kind of knew who she was, but uh, you know, the whole experience, and, and I tell people this and I wrote this in the story, I said, you know, the 30 days on that set was like a combination of comedy central and animal house. Because it, it was just crazy, and it was funny, and, you know, there was a lot of, you know, partying going on, and, and it was just like, it was a blast, you know? It was like 30 best days of, you know, my, my college life or whatever, so it, it was a what tr- what's, what's the one story that stands out from that? Well, the one story that stands out was that Kevin Costner played a prank on this guy named Tom Gagliardi, who was the second baseman. And this kid was, uh, you know, he was an actor, and he thought he was an athlete. And every day that he came to the park, you know, he said, well, you know, I met this girl last night. I hooked up with this girl last night. And, you know, it was amazing. It was unbelievable. So one day Costner uh, convinces one of the Durham um, police, policemen who was working on the set to, to arrest Tom Gagliardi um, and take him away in handcuffs and saying that he was, he was getting arrested for statutory rape. So, you know the oh, cop. Oh my God! <laughs> the cop came on the scene, came on the field, <laughs> and he talked to Gagliardi and said, "You're under arrest," and he took him away in handcuffs. <laughs> oh my God! Oh yeah, and
0: so you know he got like halfway out the stadium in, in front, in front of everybody. Oh yeah, with cameras rolling. Yeah. did anyone
1: film it? I can't. I cannot say that um, there weren't like local TV stations there, um, and and I can't say that they were filming, but you know it happened and um it oh, was one of, it, it was hilarious and that was the type of stuff that so was, how far how far did that go well he went he went about halfway out the stadium before they before that they told him that he was they were just kidding around so <laughs> but this but but you know he was like a loud mouth he was cocky he was arrogant and you know every day he had a story so costume was like you know what we're gonna play a prank on him so it was uh it was hilarious and that was just that was Those were some of the things that went on, like uh, you know, a lot. I mean, they weren't as you know high level as that, but but there was just a lot of you know pranks being uh, played, a lot of great stories, you know, happening because you know there's so there was so much downtime in between uh, every scene. So um, we were always being fed, and you know there was stuff going on. It was it was hilarious. It was hilarious. As I said, it was it was Comedy Central and Animal House rolled into one for 30 days. Paul, what an experience. Thank you. Hey, no problem, Noah. Appreciate it.
0: The year after Bull Durham, 1989, Kevin Costner starred in Field of Dreams. Six years later, Tim Robbins did Shawshank. Susan Sarandon went from that scene with Paul to Sweetheart's Dance with Don Johnson and Jeff Daniels. The January Man with Kevin Klein and A Dry White Season with Donald Sutherland and Marlon Brando. And 20 years later, Paul and I were hosting shows together on MLB.com. So it all worked out for everyone. Ratings and reviews mean a lot for the podcast, so if you would, please click five stars on iTunes and type in a one-sentence review. Also, if you know someone who played a role like Paul did in Bull Dorm, I'd love to chat with them on the show, so let me know at Noah Kozlov on Twitter and Facebook. Thanks for taking the time to join us on The Follow Up. The Follow Up is a production of Vocal. For more information and more programming, please visit vocalnow.com. That's V O K A L now.com.